Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. In the footsteps of David, I want to decree and declare that this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. As I entered this organization today, I remembered the vision. And the vision says to intimately know Jesus Christ and to passionately make him known. This is what we have to do as children of God. This is what we stand for in this organization. I would like to welcome all the women. I would like to greet them in the mighty name of Jesus. Um, I just want to repeat something that the word of God says about us. It says on Proverbs chapter 31 verse 30, Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Hallelujah to the Lamb. I just want to thank God for this month that has been given unto us so that we stand and give glory to God and stand and worship Him. Hallelujah. Thank you very much for this uh, time that have been given. Today we're going to look at so many things that affect us as women. There's something that we always do. There's something that we are always good at. And it doesn't start with us. It has an origin. I'm going to take you to the book of Genesis chapter 3 verse 10. There was a time when, when God created Adam and Eve. He had communion with them. He would speak to them. He would visit them. But there was a day when he visited, let's listen what Adam says. In uh, Genesis 3 verse 10, Adam says, And he said, I heard that thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. We always find ourselves as women in circumstances, and because the devil has has stolen our joy. The devil hates us so much in such a point that he has taken our pro productivity. He wants us to know that we don't have power. He wants whatever that is external to blind us to the joys that God has for us. We were created to be happy. We were created to believe in ourselves. When Adam suddenly said, I was naked, God comes up with an equation to him and he said, who told thee that thou was naked? Each and every time in our lives, we encounter what the devil wants us to be. We encounter the harshness of the devil. And from that encounter, we forget the power that is within us. Remember when he created us from the foundations of this world. When you go to the book of... Um, of Jeremiah 29 verse 11. It says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, say the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. So when, the, when we have an encounter with the devil, he suddenly takes away everything that is so joyful from us. He hides us from knowing that there is power, there is joy, there is plans that God had for us. The plans that are for us, God says in his word, that they are for us to bring peace. They are for us to bring us an expected end. Today, I just want to speak about something that happened um, following this thing that the devil uh, could have taken uh, over on your thought. We, were, we are going to talk about Mary. 
something that happened to Mary is going to show us how much we describe ourselves with what we encounter in, in the environment. Um, let's go to the book of St. Luke, uh, chapter 1, verse 26. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin and to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail thou, uh, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God, and behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? I just want to bring your attention to uh, verse 34 that says, Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? Uh, we are finding Mary being addressed by an angel. The angel says to Mary, you are highly favored. When you go back to, the, uh, to verse 28, the angel came unto him and said, highly favored, the Lord is with thee, blessed art among women. From that, we just see that he is bl she's blessed. Whatever that is going to come next is something that is so powerful because when we look at verse 29, Mary realizes that this is not just coming from an ordinary person. This is coming from heaven, heaven speaking to earth and telling her that she is highly favored. And Mary, because she had just got engaged, she was about to be married, she described herself looking at the circumstances that she found herself in. Uh, when we go to uh, verse 34, she said, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? The angel came to a vision that was about to be married. If I was married at that time, I would think maybe it's a prophecy because now I'm, I'm, I'm going to be married. Yes, in my marriage, God is going to bless me with a son. But then the angel says, and the Lord said unto her, fear not Mary, because Mary in his mind, he projected fear to the angel. And the angel said, fear not Mary, for thou hast found favor in the Lord. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great. Let's look at everything that is being said about this son. You shall conceive in your home and you shall have a child. The child has already been named. The child is going to be called Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom. There shall be no end. If I was to position myself, 
like Mary, I think I'll say the same thing. Because these things that the angel is saying about this child, it's a child that is different. It's a child that has a name that is coming from above. It's a child that is going to reign. It's a child that is going to take his throne from his father, David. One thing that we find as women, when God created us, he created us in his own image. And when he created us, he had every resource for us. We don't have to question. Wherever we find ourselves, we don't have to question God, like asking him, how can that be? Like how Mary did it. But because he was, she, was, she was thinking in a physical way, it was not Mary that came up with this answer. If we go back uh, to the Old Testament, we're going to find the same thing. It happened to our grandmother Sarah. Genesis 18 verse 12 tells us that when an angel of the Lord was talking to, to Sarah's husband, explaining that they are going to have a child. This is what uh, Sarah says in Genesis 18 verse 12. So she loved to herself. She thought, I'm worn out and my husband is old. Can I really know the joy of having a baby? When we face difficulties, when we face challenges, when we face things that when we look at them, we find ourselves not able to, uh, to solve them or to come up with answers. We always come up with looking at the things and seeing them as if they are bigger than us. But let's not forget that in this earth, when we have accepted Jesus Christ as our personal savior, it's no longer us that lives, it's him that is in us. As if it's enough, let's go to, back to the same uh, 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 book of, of, of Luke. We find that there was a man called Zechariah. Zechariah also had uh, uh, problems in his marriage with his wife Elizabeth. It was not easy for them to conceive. Let's hear when, the, when, when Zechariah was saving, an angel came and he came with the same um, uh, promises that uh, you, the, the angel was going to say to Mary. The angel says, you are going to have a child. But then let's hear what Zechariah said. Uh, when we go to the book of Luke 1 verse 18, and Zechariah said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man. My wife is well stricken in years. Zechariah looked at his old age and he thought it was hard for him to have a child. But then the angel, seeing that he's doubting him, in verse 20, the angel said, And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. As if it's enough. Let's go back to the Old Testament. We find this other man, God had intended him to do something for him. God was searching for someone to save a nation. And we find God approaching this man. Let's hear what this man says. Let's go to Exodus uh, 3 verse 11. And Moses said unto God, who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? When God approaches this man, because this man, it was God that was going to use him. This man looks at himself and he thinks, who am I? 
When I left Egypt, I left there as a what? As a, a, a somebody that has had killed, as a killer. Who am I, God, to go back to that place and say, God has sent me? As if it's enough, Moses goes on to, when God keeps on asking him to, 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 to do his work, Moses keeps on coming up with excuses. When we go to Exodus 4 verse 1, and Moses answered and said, but behold, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice, for they will say, the Lord has not appeared to me. And the Lord kept on asking him to go and do his work. And the Lord said unto him, he even asked what he had that he was holding in his hands. But then when he when he used that thing that was in his hand, the Lord said to him, cast it on the ground, and he cast it on the ground, and it became a serpent, and Moses fled. God was trying to show him that I am powerful. You can do anything if I send you to do anything. But then, Moses never saw it like that. He kept on making excuses. Let's find him again in Exodus 4 verse 10. And Moses said unto the Lord, Oh my Lord, I am not eloquent, but I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. Moses says, he, he comes up with all these excuses. He defines himself. He shows God all the negativities that would never allow him to do all these things. But God has an answer for him. God, before he answers him, he has a question. He says in Exodus 4 verse 11, And the Lord said unto him, Who hath made men's mouth, or who maketh the dumb, or deaf, or the seeing, or the blind? Have not I the Lord? Remember, we are created in his own image. But each and every time, we forget that we've got a creator. We come up with all these excuses as women or as men. Or when we come up with difficulties, we allow the difficulties to explain or to define our circumstances. God has an answer now. He says to him, now therefore go and I will be with thy mouth and teach thee what thou shalt say. One thing that I want us to uh, notice is God has always been with us from generation to generation. God loves us so much that whenever we find excuses, whenever we think that our internal capacity or our internal strength has been affected by our external challenges and problems, God will always bring us back and he always tries in all ways to show us that he is God that is able. In one time, we find Jesus one day being approached by the Sadducees and they come and ask him a question about marriage and Jesus has an answer for them. When you go to the book of Matthew, Jesus said, Matthew 22 verse 29, but Jesus answered them, you are wrong because you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God. It is important for every, for every one of us to know the power of God and to know the scriptures. Remember when we started, when I started, I said, I read from Proverbs 30, 30, 31 verse 30. 
charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. A woman that fears the Lord is a woman that knows scriptures. A woman that fears the Lord is the, is the woman that knows the power of God. In all these circumstances that we, 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 we found, uh, in all these things that I spoke about, Mary saying, looking at herself and saying to the angel, how can it be now that I am a virgin? And when we look at Moses saying to the angel or to God, who am I that I should go? And when we look at Sarah saying, I'm worn out and my husband is old. And when we look at Zechariah saying, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man. There is an answer that we get from the book, from the Bible. When you go to Luke 1 verse 37, it tells us that, that's because what God says will always come true. Remember, it was an angel that spoke to Zacharias. It was an angel that spoke to Mary. It was, it was angels also that spoke to Sarah. And it was God speaking to, to Moses. So the Bible tells us in Luke 1 verse 37, is there anything impossible with God when we honor God with our lives when we bring ourselves when we show God that we are so vulnerable when we show God that we need him in all our situations God will come out for us God will strengthen us and God will give us strength so in this month I just want to encourage us let us not allow the devil to take away um, our identity Let's not allow ourselves also to speak things that will make us unable. Because when we go to the book uh, of, of, of Exodus uh, chapter 4 verse 11 or verse 12. Now therefore go and I will be with thy mouth and teach thee what thou shalt say. Teach your mouth through the word of God to speak positive things upon your life. Speak things that are godly. And the only way that you can get godly things is through reading the word of God. With those words, I just want to thank you for this uh, opportunity that you have given me. Thank you.